Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series two, episode 251 of this Daily Scripture Study podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we are taking a pause from our Come Follow Me studies for this week. And we are going to take a look at some listener comments that have come in over the past week or so. And we're also going to have a look at a recent church article uh, which has come out from the First Presidency. So... Uh, first of all, as I say, we'll dive straight into the listener comments. These are mainly found from Facebook. Uh, I did get an email this week from someone who was interested in uh, doing a future podcast episode with me. Um, I, I am aware of this email. I just haven't uh, had a moment to get round to it. Uh, things have been a bit crazy uh, in, a, in the Roberts home this week uh, with a return to school after a very long uh, period away. Uh, me being a teacher myself, it's just made it a very uh, tricky and intense week. So I'll be hopefully getting to round to that email uh, very soon. Uh, but on Facebook, we've had quite a few uh, comments this week. So I'll try and be as quick as I can and, and cover as much as I can. Uh, Galen Anderson, uh, early in the week, referred back to the war chapters. He found an interesting comment. In Alma 5532, there is the note that if wine would poison a Lamanite, it would poison a Nephite. Sometimes we are quick to reply, well, duh. But this lesson, uh, a lesson was pulled from this. It said, what will harm you will harm me. So in this application, there should be no double standard. If parents don't want their kids to view a particular program, then they themselves should also avoid watching it. And I thought that was a really important point that whatever will harm one person will harm another person. And uh, particularly as parents, we are quick to uh, try and protect our children from certain influences in the world, but perhaps we're less vigilant with ourselves. Uh, And so we need to remember that uh, and make sure we keep clean in those areas. Mary Place, I only just noticed this uh, this morning, so apologies I didn't reply back to this, uh, the sharing of this. But Mary Place, a few days ago, shared a video from a Dr. Kynan Bridges. Um, I, I'm not sure uh, who he is, but uh, he had some interesting words on the power of your words uh, and the importance of making sure that we speak kind words and speak thought out words carefully. Uh, and so uh, if you have a spare 10 minutes or so, it is worth a watch. Uh, some interesting insights and experiences on the power of of our words. Uh, also, there was a, there was a question I asked earlier on in the week: Why did the Lord send Samuel the Lamanite to testify of Christ's birth and not Nephi the prophet? Um, now, I think that that well, there was three responses to this, and I think all three of them really kind of form what I was thinking as well. Uh, Galen Anderson uh, said, I think part of it could be providing a second witness to Nephi. We'd already seen that most weren't listening to what Nephi was saying. Uh, Cornelia Hoffman said, maybe to show them how far down they already were so that even a Lamanite was sent to prophesy against them. Uh, And then Candace Welch said, I told my kids it was like they lived with me and listened to me their whole life. And when they're adults and go their own way and ignore everything I said, Then someone comes into their life and says, you're going to suffer if you continue on this path. You need to come back to the path. Sometimes someone new makes a difference to us. And I think all three of those, whilst they relate, are are different. Uh, The first one is referring to the fact that we usually have two witnesses uh, to uh, testify of the truth to us. And so Samuel the Lamanite was this second witness to Nephi. Um, We also know that an additional person, maybe a church leader or a friend, can also make a big impact on us where our parents have been saying the same thing for many years in our growing up. Perhaps someone different and someone new saying it just reinforces that home to us. Similar to a second witness, but also I think it's a bit different in the, in the sense that, you know, it's, it's someone that they're not used to. 
and maybe got them to pause and think about it a bit more. And also, like Cornelia mentioned, it just shows the Nephites who were thinking they were this elect and chosen people, but very steeped in sin, shown that this Lamanite was doing better in a spiritual sense than they were and had been called to call them to repentance. Um, so I think, I mean, there's a few likes as well that have gone on, but I think that really sums up the responses that we got on Facebook this week. So please do, uh, you know, during this week of study, if you have any thoughts or anything that you've studied, uh, please do share your thoughts and comments on there. To uh, to round off this uh, study episode, uh, we're going to I'm going to go to the church news and the first presidency this week uh, released a statement or a uh, an interview about COVID nineteen and uh, the title of it is amid amid fear isolation and sorrow of COVID nineteen the answer to conflict is faith. Now this is quite a sizable um, in- interview. It's found on the church news website. It was given on September the third, so just a few days ago, and. Um, there's a few quotes I want to pull out from it. President Nelson said, what I feel about the pandemic is sorrow. And then he added, I've learned that even through clouds of sorrow, there could be silver linings found. So it's certainly a message of hope and a a message of faith looking forward. Um, I think that uh, one of the things that I was uh, particularly impressed by was what President Oaks said. He said, quote, we prefer to look at on COVID-19 as an opportunity. Oh, hang on. In fact, I better read the whole paragraph so it makes more sense. So the paragraph in the article says, some people look at COVID-19 as a punishment for the wicked. Said President Oaks, quote, we prefer to look on COVID-19 as an opportunity for the righteous to grow, close quote. This does bring me back uh, to um, when COVID-19 first became prevalent in certainly my life and in the lives of many uh, in the in the western part of the world but of course it was around a month or two before or a few months before that uh, and, and affecting the lives of others and interestingly the church news also published a timeline of uh, kind of events of COVID-19 and how it's impacted the church since since December the 31st when this new uh, illness was first reported to the World Health Organization and I think that um I do remember when this first impacted and made all church meetings shut and suspend until further notice uh, and things like that. There was a lot of speculation and there was uh, individuals as well that, you know, and and certainly none that I personally know, but there were some individuals that I read were saying that, you know, this is to punish the wicked. You know, people will surely listen now because they've been so wicked that the Lord has sent this, you know, pestilence to, you know, really humble us. And I, I, I was always a bit uncomfortable with that um, because, you know, I think that um, the, we do not know the Lord's ways. We cannot claim to suggest to know why the Lord has sent and done sort of certain things. And sending a global pandemic, certainly, uh, I don't believe, uh, was simply just to be a horrible thing for everyone because of the wickedness of the people. And as President Oak says, it's an opportunity for us to grow. I think that's probably more what this is about. Um, and I think, you know, that's certainly worth uh, pondering on. The article continues and, um, some words on peace are said, um, President Oaks, uh, said, quote, the principles we want our members to understand about COVID-19 and dealing with COVID-19 are the same fundamentals of faith and obedience that our church leaders have always taught our members, close quote, um, 
there is a clear message here that through our faith, we can find peace. No matter how difficult the times, uh, we can be supported through this faith. President Iring said that church members, quote, surprise you by how well they adapt and move through difficult times. I've been tremendously impressed with the response of the members to stay steady, close quote. Of course, this doesn't mean that um, none of us have struggled, but we have faith. if we have faith and we have used this faith, we can find peace and hope during this time. Um, then they spoke about gathering. Um, and we know that, um, you know, we, we are invited to gather and this has not been possible uh, for many. Um, the article says, it is clear that there is power in leaders being with the saints and in the saints being one another, said President Eyring. Quote, we are grateful for the technology that has allowed us to continue to communicate with our members and to allow our leaders to do the same, uh, said President Oaks. And we appreciate the faithful way with that our members have so continued to teach and minister by a variety of means during this time. Um, they speak about church leaders and how they've had to avoid certain situations, not just for their own health, but for the health of those around them, uh, because that for them is probably what is the most important. Uh, and then in terms of the future, um, they, they speak about, um, you know, not being able to know everything. Uh, the article says, though filled with appreciation for the efforts of public health workers, scientists and government officials during the unusual challenges, President Oakes said he was impressed with the fact the world is still dealing with, quote, considerable ignorance about the most important questions we have about COVID-19. It's evident that scientists and public health workers and political leaders have struggled with incomplete knowledge of what to do and say and require. And when they have pretended to have more knowledge than they have, they have fallen short, close quote. And I think that that is important to understand that, you know, none of us know what's going to happen with this. Uh, it may continue for a, a few more months and then things may be found. It may continue for longer than that. But um, we know that if we follow the principles of faith um, that are taught by uh, by the gospel of Jesus Christ, we'll find peace during this time. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll share a link with the article. There's much more in there than I've been able to share in this episode today. But I thought it was an interesting insight into uh, some thoughts from our church leaders about this current uh, pandemic as it continues on. Uh, thank you very much for listening today. I hope that uh, you've uh, found it useful. Please do join us tomorrow as we begin our studies of 3 Nephi 1-7. to uh, And yeah, please share the podcast. It'd be great to hear from more listeners and share your comments next week. You can join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can email session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode as well. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.